and Sammy using Nakamura's momentum against him. Sammy lured him in. Oh, and there's a rolling forward, and Corbin is out flat on the floor. I am good. You know what? You're a lousy kindergarten teacher. I've seen no finger paintings you bring home, they suck! This is it, here we go. Joe's got his moment. Here we go. Muscle Buster. Joe to win the NXT Championship. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 32, NXT TakeOver Dallas edition. I am the creator of the FullNelsonPress.com, the unofficial WWE webcomic. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at JohnnyJonny underscore Tango. I'm here with the king of drunk style, Peter O'Brien. You can also find him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, are you ready for NXT TakeOver Dallas? I am am the king of drunk style it is so good oh i am so, i was so pumped nxt 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 what a great show uh from start to finish i've watched this three times now so i'm i'm up to four right now wow. i got you beat by one it was only because i watched it when i fell asleep and then i watched the whole thing when i woke up the next morning that doesn't count no i watched the whole thing oh yeah all right I went back to the Austin Aries match with Barry Corbin because if you thought that was great. <laughs> All right. So there were some low moments, but we'll get to it. Uh, NXT TakeOver Dallas happened on April 1st, 2016. The show opened with the NXT Tag Team Champions, uh, the Revival, Dash and Dawson, defending their titles against the American Alpha, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Massive pop to American Alpha when they came out, which was cool. Why wouldn't they get a huge pop? Those guys! are just awesome, funny, but good in the ring. Talented. Jordan's got the look. I mean, Gable is that scrappy wrestler. I mean, what? So right away, as soon as they started, it's it's Dawson and Jordan in the in the ring, I think is what it was. And immediately the, the crowd, which was amazing the whole night, starts chanting for Gable immediately, like a huge pop for, for Gable. They love him. They love him. They love him. American Alpha opens up WrestleMania weekend with the road to Suplex City. The suplexes they were throwing around was in. T- I don't even know how many they threw, but it was crazy. Uh, Jordan was putting Brock Lesnar's suplexes to shame. Yeah. And Jason Jordan is a huge guy. Like, I- I'm sorry, but that was awesome. It was an awesome mix between two really talented technical wrestlers between the American Alpha versus the Revival, who are more... They had, I don't know how many different heel tactics they used. Oh, uh, it was but so it, good. It was an amazing balance between the two, uh, which really worked in this match. I, I don't know how many times I thought that the American Alpha were going to lose this match uh, just because of all the different times they got screwed over. Uh, from them throwing towels over their legs, uh, to grabbing up on the ropes, everything they could do to try to keep these titles, uh, but were completely unsuccessful. Uh, Jason Jordan and Gable end up What's their move? The Grand Altitude? Uh, they end up throwing that down and getting the win. Win. 
Dawson pulled a hornswoggle and cl- uh, climbed underneath the rope uh, <laughs> and came up from behind. I was like, perfect. Uh, a botchamania chat because uh, one of the uh, one of the revival members, I think it was Dash, tried covering Gable and they realized he wasn't even the legal man. Well, that and then they tried to do that high uh, wrist maneuver where uh, Jordan was up on the shoulders and the woman was supposed to jump off the ropes. Yeah, it was like a powerbomb clothesline combo. Completely missed. And they even chanted Botchamania for that, too. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, did it stop the match? No. Yep. Did it hinder it? No. It was still good. By the way, if I see somebody win a title and they're crying, that shows me they actually truly care. You don't you you see like some guys win a title and they're just like Bleh, whatever. <laughs> like these guys were just like this is great. Like that you know that moment was huge because Jordan. I mean he's been down in NXT forever. Yeah, he has. And he's tried four different tag teams. He's tried a solo run. Like finally, ready, willing, and Gable steps in and just blows his career up. Pete, it's great to talk to you when you're in a good mood. Well, it's also great to watch awesome wrestling, am I right? Awesome opener. Next up, we get to see Jim Ross is in the crowd. Good for him. Uh, that barbecue sauce really uh, paid off that NXT ticket for him. So Yeah, NXT front row, what are they, like 25 bucks? I don't know. <laughs> They're reasonable. I'll tell you what, I'll get you some barbecue sauce, and I'll sit right up in the front. Bark out! Bark out! Right? That was a star-studded crowd. Yeah, there was also uh, Kota Ibashi uh, was with Funaki. They were teasing him for the Global Cruiserweight Tournament. Next is Barry Corbin versus Austin Aries. Corbin comes out in a jacket that doesn't look like it was his idea of wearing it. Totally playing the heel here. Just completely just destroys just this little tiny Austin Aries. I was excited for Austin Aries, but he's just so tiny. He looked like he was wrestling a teddy bear. I guess the way I look at it, so you were excited about Austin Aries, but when AJ Styles, you were not. And I at least, when I, because I still, oh, God. Listen, folks, don't remind me, but I watched TNA. And when I watched AJ Styles on there, I don't watch it all the time, but when he was on there, I was like, all right, this guy's kind of legit. You know, kind of like EC3. I think he's just trying to come to WWE. Austin Aries, I was like, this guy sucks. And then he comes to T- or NXT, and I'm like, he sucks more. I didn't like AJ Styles because he kept breaking people's necks. It was nothing to do with TNA. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. I like Samoa Joe. Uh, he even ki- he killed Tyson Kidd, and I still like Samoa Joe because that was a freak accident. Uh, Austin Aries, I just knew he was a cocky guy, uh, and I was excited to see what he was going to bring to TNA. I don't know. I think maybe it was just because they put him against Vera Corbin, and he was just so tiny. And when he's that tiny and he's not doing moves like Neville is, then it's just not entertaining. So maybe if they fill him with someone else. At least the muscle hamster Neville could pick up Baron Corbin and throw him around. Like, I, it was just bad. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Like, this was the one part where I was just like, I don't care. It was dumb. So earlier this week, Corbin did a promo, and some people were saying, like, the best promo he's done in his career. I got to tell you, man, I'm still not impressed with Corbin on the mic. Not that great. Go back and watch last week's promo of this one that everyone's saying is so great. He doesn't move his eyebrows. His eyebrows don't go up or down or anything. He's just, he's so emotionless. It's, at least with Randy Orton, when he was, like, he at least had a voice that would carry him. But with Barrett Corbin, I don't, he's just not good on the mic. 
What about this? When you watch Baron Corbin, that's the attitude I want Roman Reigns to have. But Roman has that voice and just that attitude that, and the confidence, I, get, I think, is what it is. That, that, that's probably a confidence uh, that could carry him with that. I do like Baron Corbin being the lone wolf, but he kind of it kind of just feels like he needs someone there as a mouthpiece for him. I don't even think he needs a mouthpiece. I, I really don't. When he started off, he was just quiet. Why, why does everyone have to? Because you cannot survive in the main roster with just being silent. He yelled. Oh, good for him. He yelps. That's good. I'm sorry. I didn't know he yelps. Hey, he, he does reviews. Back to the match. It happened. It, does, it did happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't anything here. Austin counters the end of days and does like this weird roll up for the count of three. Uh, Corbin is pissed. But without really knowing that this was kind of uh, maybe Baron Corbin's last full-time match on NXT. Maybe. Maybe. Next, though, Sami Zayn versus... Shinsuke Nakamura. First of all, Zayn comes out. Oh, it was magical. The crowd singing with the song. You could definitely feel like it's graduation time for Sami Zayn. You could feel it. Smell it. Ew. Gross. Sami Zayn smells <laughs> like diplomas diplomas that have been dipped in sunny's crotch why is that a thing why is <laughs> sunny that's gross sunny zane Ooh. don't make that a thing oh it should be a thing that's stupid and then shinsuke's music hits it was so good his walking to the ring to everything he is weird but it's awesome He's very flamboyant, and it, it just works for his character. He's so mysterious. It's it's awesome. I'm loving it. And everyone knew when these two got put into a match together, they're gonna bring the like they're gonna tear the house down. Oh, so the match starts with Nakamura starts doing some swinging and kicking. Uh, Sammy just barely avoids each one though. Almost gets his head kicked off. What if he wouldn't have ducked on one of those? Then this would have been a short match like the main event. <laughs> we'll get there. Like, one swing, you were just like, whoa! Yeah, and you knew right there that was the tone of this match. Well, he's the king of strong style. Nakamura continues to go with these fast strikes, while uh, Sami Zayn, where not being a high flyer, is still doing a bunch of jumps and flips all over the place. Uh, they exchange about 50 forearms about in the middle of the match. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, Sammy then gets on the Koji clutch, and he locks that in. While he's got that locked in, they're saying, don't tap out. Uh, and then after that, we got Fight Forever Chance. This was right? such an amazing match. Uh, just everything about this. I love the NXT arena because it really just does. It feels like a theatrical presentation. Everything's black. The arena's dark. The crowd is very vocal, but it's it's in a nice way, uh, especially tonight because they were in Dallas. Dallas, you got some amazing voices out there. You guys were singing like three days straight, and it was so cool. Yeah, the presentation for NXT is great. Like, Vince still thinks the crowd needs to be lit. It's way better when it's just darkness. Vince wants to see the crowd. That's, yeah. that's him. Yeah, but it's darkness, and you can see the ring, because that's who people should be focused on. It was so good. The chants were awesome. They weren't stupid. They weren't overpowering. They weren't, you know, like, they weren't the dumb, oh, we're just trying to get on TV chants, you know? Like, the CM Punk chants. 
when I first heard of Shinsei Nakamura and I went back to watch his match with AJ Styles at that Wrestling Kingdom, you watch the crowd there, again, very dark. A lot of people are sitting. It was weird because they're not as vocal as, you know, they are in the States. But still, it was a different kind of atmosphere of everything just darker and presented a lot better. And I like that. Yeah. And so if you really think about it like that, NXT knows how to put Sami Zayn and Nakamura and they're staring at each other. And I'm even sitting there like, oh, my God, I'm so amped right now. Such an amazing match. It's it told such an awesome story from beginning to end. It's so hard to, like, get that feeling like that. And, yeah. Like, you know, and they pulled it off. They did. They really pulled it off with two with with a character that had no stock in him at all with the Shinsuke Nakamura. He was just coming in with a name to a yeah. lot of people. And, and that that alone just is just amazing between these two. The the awesome match they had. Back to the match, though. Uh, Sammy misses his haluva kick. Uh, Nakamura sets up for a knee. Sammy counters that with a blue thunder and then gets a 2.9 count. That part, I thought, was the end of the fucking match. That was so cool. When Shinsuke went all dirty, girl, and took his finger and grabbed the blood off his nose and licked it, Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and then he just spits. Shinsuke Nakamura's spirit animal, animal is Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, God, it was so good. So good. Thank you, NXT. Yeah. Thank you. Sammy uh, hits the exploder suplex, uh, but Shinsuke just elbows him in the head several times because, you know, why not? And then these are the back of the head pinned one, two, three, Nakamura. Got, well, Nakamura did his. That kick. Yeah, yeah, the kick, I guess. I don't know what it's called. The crowd knew it. 17,000 fans knew it. Yeah, well, we don't know it. A couple of podcasters don't, don't fucking know. What? I don't work. Well, I'm working on it. All right. Uh, we know about Tamina's pants. <laughs> My butt. <laughs> My butt clit hugger pants. Shut up. What? Nakamura then extends his hand to Sami Zayn. Uh, Sami Zayn is very hesitant, but then does shake the hand, uh, and that just closes up what a heartfelt, awesome match. Chapter is done. Zayn is main roster. Nakamura leaves to give Sami his time of the ring, the Olay chance. It was it was magical. It was just a magical moment right there in wrestling. God, it's kind of it's kind of weird that NXT got it right sending somebody off, huh? It's almost like if you lose in NXT, then you go to the main roster like it's a punishment. Yeah, I know. And God, you know what also is weird? Huh. It's like NXT actually has a clue on how to put on an event. Vince. <laughs> I loved it. I stood up. I was clapping. I was like, this is so cool. Goodbye, Sammy. We will see you on Mondays. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> right? Uh, go back to Owens and no complaints there because, again – uh, yeah. Sami Zayn is just delivering. Uh, next, we have the NXT Women's Championship. Bailey defends her title against Asuka. Here's the thing. Yeah. You knew these two had to step up even more because they had to follow that. What a task. Well, I'm just saying, like, previous years, and I'm not knocking everything, but we all know you have a match like that, and usually the filler in between is, well, no longer a Divas match, a woman's match. Yep. So you're like, oh, you know, how's this going to go? But the thing is with NXT, Bailey and Asuka are so over, too. Not just that. Look at the track record of the women's title of every single takeover for the past. Every They've been great. That's been spot on each time. Asuka comes out being all awesome. Gosh, she's my girl. I wish she would call me back. She hasn't, though. I don't know if she doesn't have an American phone number. I don't know. I think I called a watering fountain because I don't get their numbers or letterings. 
I just see you in the scene of the beginning of Happy Gilmore singing to the intercom. I'm sorry, babe. I didn't mean that either. I, I just yell sometimes because I get so scared. Scared of being a nobody. Why don't you just come back upstairs, honey? I'll give you the old smoochy smooch kissy wissy. You know Happy's gonna make everything okay. I wanna kiss you all over and over and again. I wanna kiss you all over. Dun, dun, dun. Till the night closes in. Till the night closes in. Oscar, <laughs> <laughs> don't go. And she's like, already left. Like, I don't, I can't, I can't hear you. <laughs> I love her. Oh, that's bad. Her mask was so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like the different things that they're going with with uh, Asuka. She's got this different style to her, which is just so unique. I love that each wrestler right now with Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, all of them have some kind of uniqueness to them that they don't all look like that cookie cutter Eva Marie. And (laughs) don't even get me started. We're not going there yet. Bailey comes out being all sorts of awesome. If you'll be my girl. Just kidding, I want Asuka instead. That's exactly how it went, too. It is. The best chant from the crowd of the night was everyone started chanting, Asuka's going to kill you, and then it turned into Bailey's going to hug you. Yeah. So cool. There was just, like, what I love about this is, I don't know if Asuka's, she's kind of teetering right now between becoming, you know, being a face and a heel. Uh, Bailey, obviously the, the face, but it doesn't matter. It's just two fan bases colliding together. Uh, and, and it just made just an amazing match. The match starts with Asuka starts doing these uh, n- almost knockout kicks. Uh, it's very similar to the previous match. Uh, Bailey dodges each one of them. Uh, then both competitors just go back and forth. There's no downtime at all in this match. So can we just talk about the evolution of Bailey? Like how when I first saw her, I would never picture this woman who was just murking out when she saw Ric Flair come around in NXT <laughs> right. to being probably a headliner, if not one of the like really best products that have come out of NXT. Mm-hmm. And you got to sit there and look at that and be like, hmm, that is how you do it. Right. She started off this goofy little character, and now she's going against Asuka, and she has 17,000 fans trying to marry her. And she has a serious fan base, like a, a very dedicated fan base, which is so cool. Good for her and her, the giant mess of hair she gets at the end of every match. And she isn't just always about the kids. There's adults. Yeah. Me. I'd hug Bailey. It really catapulted her when her and Sasha Banks did their match at Brooklyn. Right. Like, that was it. Like, we all liked Bailey, you know, and we're just like, I don't know. Can she do big spots? Can she take over, like, a head, like a headliner? And she's proven that she could be the champion and put a company for the women on her back. So this match, the, the moves Asuka was doing was so good. The submission specialist. The one thing I really liked was Asuka did this kick. Bailey grabbed her leg, did a leg drop and then turned it into an ankle lock. That was just stopping it like that. It was awesome. 
this was kind of crazy. Asuka locks in her, is it just called the Asuka lock? I think that's what Corey Grace is just calling it. Yeah. He's a better name than that. Bailey just ends up just, he, she just, the theme throughout the whole match was just Asuka just keep locking in these headlocks, keep attacking the head, keep attacking the neck, and then she ends up fading out, and she be, uh, the referee calls it, giving Asuka the championship. Which I was cool with. Right way to finish it, because this means we're getting another match between the two. It was really good. I was just like, I can't believe they had to follow Zayn and Nakamura, and they did it right. The best was Asuka, just no fucks given. Uh, Bailey is over there just completely heartbroken, and Asuka's celebrating. She just she keeps staring at Bailey, smiling ear to ear. Uh, yep. She's completely happy that she wants the title, just doesn't care about Bailey. She goes, bye Felicia. Actually, no, bye Felicia. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> it might be a little bit. I am so sorry. So I've been hearing multiple times, like, is, is this me? Bailey's getting called up. Like, no. Uh, give Bailey could stay in NXT for another year, and I think she'd be okay. A lot of people can stay in NXT for years, and I wouldn't care. To me, it's not a promotion anymore. I think if you're on NXT, you're good. And if anything, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Sasha have kind of brought in what the Shield did to the main roster. They brought in three people that people, three fan bases that are like white hot right now. So bringing Bailey into that just I think clutters it. Unless you brought in like a tag team women's championship, but that'll never be the case. Well, no, and you really can't do too much with Total Divas being aired right now. That's just me. I'm just sorry, but that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, we have to know why Natalia got a microphone. You see things like that, and that's why you have Charlotte and uh, Sasha and Becky putting on five-star matches right. and not even being involved with those other women who they even have to admit they're stuck in the mud. And then you get called, you call up like Bailey, where are they going to put her? Right. She'll be a manager for somebody. Yeah, no, I want that. Nobody wants that. We won't watch her wrestle. Before we get to the main event, we have another special appearance in the crowd. Bobby Roode. <laughs> Who is the guy? Bobby Roode. <laughs> <laughs> no D. So, funny story about uh, Bobby Roode. Uh, James Storm shows up, what, two months ago? Uh, he's same thing in the crowd. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he's James Storm. He may be joining. They end up giving him a low-ball uh, price on a uh, on a contract. They give him, like, a low-level NXT contract. And James Storm thinks he's better than that, so he goes back to NXT. His former tag team – Or TNA. Sorry. Tits and ass. <laughs> tits and ass. Total nonstop tits and ass. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't need to. Doesn't. It's wrestling. Tits and ass impacting. So then his former tag team partner Bobby Rue, he shows up and uh, does the same thing. But it sounds like he's actually gonna take the contract. Probably the same same thing they offered James Storm. I'm not excited about Bobby Rue. I don't care about him. Yeah, I don't care either. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. He just like now after seeing Austin Aries and how he debuted, I'm gonna give him another chance. But uh, I don't know. Ah, uh, like the ones I were were Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. Those two, I was like, get them. Not Bobby Roo. What's next for Asuka? Who do you think is going to be her next? Opponent? Well, you know, her and Bailey are going to do probably what Sasha and Bailey did, and it's going to be like a send off because you know when Bailey leaves NXT, it's going to be there's going to be tears everywhere. Yeah. I think after that, I think Emma. Emma. Her and Emma put on some awesome matches, and I mean, like I could see Asuka hanging on. Emma then getting like, because I think Emma's starting to get over now with the main crowd. Yeah. Just needs to get her out of that group. 
I don't see why it would be a problem for Alicia Fox to go back down. I don't see why it would be a problem to, you know, like Tamina and Naomi. Like, I just don't. There's nothing there. True, but Alicia Fox has been there for so long. I think it would be kind of, I think her situation, I, I, I don't see her going back down. You make enough money. Yeah. I would see Alexa Bliss. That would be nice. That's who I was thinking. You need to get that booty in a main event. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. She has one of the nicest butts I've seen. I can't I can't disagree with that. I'm stunned every time I see it. There's no way. It just doesn't quit. It's like a too short All music right. video. You're, you're at a solid 11. We're going to I'm gonna have to hold you off. We're going to the the NXT Men's Championship, uh, the main event of the evening. Finn Balor versus Samoa Bloody Joe. Balor comes out with a chainsaw because apparently he's trying to be terrifying to the crowd. The only thing terrifying really about this is that, like, I'm worried that he swings it too hard and, like, he just accidentally lets it go into the crowd. I guess he, his thing now is if he goes to a town that has a serial killer, that's who he's going to be. Yeah, that that I think it kind of missed. Yeah. Joe, completely unimpressed. Oh, Joe didn't care. I think that's why Samoa Joe is so good. And he's good on the mic. When he got his eye cut open... And he was all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So oh, what? It started right at the, the beginning. The match, yeah. The match. The bell rings, and like immediately, crimson mask. Joe runs right into Finn Balor, misses, and hits his head on the turnbuckle. No, he hit. They headbutted. No, they said he headbutted. But oh, the official yeah. story is that he hit the turnbuckle because Samoa Joe is like, "Fuck, I'm used to six corners, not four. <laughs> this one came out of nowhere. The rope is supposed to be here, right? That blood, though, and the way it was coming down, it only covered half his face. That's what made it so cool. And he's sitting there spitting, getting the blood out of his face. And Balor goes, you can hear, I, I don't know if you heard it, but I did. When he goes, throw me over. Yeah. And he, he grabs him and doesn't just throw him over. No, he whips him. He chucks him into that thing. I think Samoa Joe was more mad at himself for hitting the head yeah. of the turnbuckle, and he just took it out on Finn Balor. Because he's like sitting there, and they're like, he, they're going to stop the match. I don't want him to stop the match. This is my moment. Right. And, oh, my God. Then the, the chants that followed all the stoppages at the beginning were perfect. <laughs> we first get a uh, some ECW chants. Yep. Uh, then we get Lit Joe Bleed chants. Yep. Corey Graves was, like, trying to save this, trying to say, like, oh, they got to patch him up. There is at points that Samoa Joe was even frustrated. Like, there was one point he actually, like, looked up at the ceiling, like, it's fucking cut again. And just, like, put his arms in the air, like, god damn it. They should have just let him bleed. It was awesome. But that was a lot of blood. It wasn't just a little. I could see him trying to get it patched up a little because it's above his eye. Yeah. You know, so I could see why they tried that. But, oh, my God. Then the, then the fuck PG. Yeah. The crowd just turns. At first it was PG sucks. And then fuck PG. They were in a Texan crowd, man. Like, things can turn hostile fast. And then then they were like, fuck PG. And I'm like, good. Someone needs to say it. Why not have 17,000 people say it? The match, they go outside the uh, ring for a little bit, which there isn't too much. There, I feel like this match had more to it, but because of this blood, they had to cut a lot of things because... They spent a lot of time outside the ring. They finally get back in there. Uh, Finn Balor starts getting momentum, but this just gets stopped by just this awesome muscle buster from fucking Samoa Joe. It just destroys Finn Balor. I thought that was the end there. I thought we had a, a new NXT champion after that one. See, now me, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't think they're going to give it to Joe. I think Joe's done in NXT. But when he did the muscle buster, I'm like, what? Yeah. They're going to give it to him? And then they were like, nope. And I'm like, aww. He kicked out. 
Balor gets the Pele kick and then does the coup de gras. Then uh, Finn goes for some kind of what's it? Is it a what's the move? I don't know what they called it. I can't remember it. Joe counters it though with his clutch. Uh, then Finn counters that and does Eva Marie's finishing move to get the three count. Uh, he just does that weird thing off the turnbuckle and just rolls him for like a a backwards DDT. Well, no, it looks like he had him and he just pushed off and he landed on him and then just locked it into pin him, which I thought was creative. I was like, holy shit, he just won. Yeah, it's Eva Marie's finisher. No, Eva Marie, she tries to do a flip. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. Okay. He didn't try to do a flip. His was just like he was fighting for his life. <laughs> well, no, that's what he, that move was supposed to entail. Him getting in the corner and just being like, no, 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 no. This is it. This is it. And he just pushes back and lands on top of him. And perfect. He barely gets the three count. So yeah. Balor wins. Uh, Joe sits up right away. He is shocked and pissed off and ends up walking off. I don't know what's next for Samoa Joe. I was kind of expected to see him maybe the following Monday. We'll get to that. At a new episode, folks. Grandonius is getting a little ahead of himself. I know, I know, I know. So, uh, that's that's NXT TakeOver, man. Right? So good. What do you want to grade it? Uh, a. I, will get, I was going to give it an A+, but Austin Aries and Baron Corbin brought it down a little bit. It wasn't bad, though. Mm-hmm. He, it, they did what they could, but, I mean, sorry, American Alpha, I, I give that an A-. That match was great. Mm-hmm. Bailey, Asuka, that was an A. The story, everything. It isn't just the match itself. It's how you build a story. They did it. Yeah. That's an A. I mean, Balor and Joe, from the blood to the crowd to the entrances, even the match itself when they got to finally work was an A. Yeah. I mean, and of course, the match of the year, Shinsuke Nakamura and Zayn, that was an A++. Like, that match was sick. Women's title, tag team title, completely delivered. Uh, Sammy and, and Nakamura, just absolutely stunning. The mid event, I still, I think more was planned there, but with Joe's eye. But the blood at least helped, because uh, without the blood, that would have just been yeah. a lackluster match, I think. He looked more vicious. Yeah. Dud of the night. <laughs> Dud of the night? Let's see here. I'd probably have to go with Austin Aries. Okay. All right. Same here. You are not impressive, dude. That debut was just a bad debut. You suck. I'm going to give him another <laughs> chance on Wednesday, but we'll see. Not a fan. Uh, I think we got a tie here for stud of the night. Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn. I don't I don't know how we could give it to anybody else. I don't know how we can just decide that. I think I, I actually, you know what? I'll go with Zayn because it was his last match and he's waving. It was his moment too. Nakamura is just as good. I'm not trying to play favorites too sure, much, but sure. I got to go with Zayn. Then I'll go with Nakamura just because he had us talking about not only him, but NXT. You're so cool, Brandon. I know. I know. Can't ever agree with me on anything. So final thoughts here on NXT TakeOver. What's next for Finn Balor? I don't – you know what? Wednesday will tell. I, I, I honestly cannot tell you because one of our upcoming shows, folks, will give me a reason why I am sort of confused on who is next. So our next show, we are going to talk about WrestleMania 32, the entire 18-hour event. Welcome to my house. Anybody likes that mother-loving song. Stop it! It's so good. Florida will come after us. <laughs> Florida sucks. I changed the words. And we're calling them Florida. That's true. You don't know who that so, is. Hey, suck it, Florida. All right. So, uh, well, that is the uh, Full Nelson Press episode 32 NXT TakeOver Edition. Uh, suck a butt. Yeah, bet. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. 
And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. Leave us a comment. We might even read it on our next show. And I'll try not to berate you, but no promises. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps. I guess Stitchers has a thumbs up button now, so that's a thing. You can find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino Tambler. Or just search for the Full Nelson Press on any social media site. You can also go to thefullnelsonpress.com for all of our past episodes and original WWE art created by yours truly. Go watch some wrestling.